0: For MeatPoultry.com, I'm Erica Schaefer, Digital Media Senior Editor. When Dakota Provisions decided to create its first line of consumer products under the Dakota 44 brand, the company went all in. Snack bites, salad toppers, deli meats, turkey bacon, ready-to-cook meatballs, butcher patties... No category was left untouched, it seems. Coupled with on-trend flavor profiles, such as Bacon Ranch Sriracha and Smoky Poblano, among others, the category-crossing Dakota 44 brand aimed to satisfy consumer cravings for flavorful, convenient, and healthy protein options in a variety of formats to suit most eating occasions. But Dakota Provisions wanted to do more consumer demand for transparency in the food system aligned with the values of dakota provisions grower owners who raise turkeys on gap certified farms and feed the birds a 100 percent vegetarian diet according to the company the turkeys even eat grains that are grown on the farms where they live to learn more about the dakota 44 product line and the company behind it meat and poultry caught up with renee robertson senior marketing manager of Dakota 44, to get up to speed on a brand that aims to bring more than turkey to consumers' tables. Dakota 44 is Dakota Provisions' first consumer brand. I asked Robertson how the company is handling the transition.
1: It's not necessarily a transition. Um, so Dakota Provisions still exists and we still do what we've always done, which is primarily private label, um, within food service and retail. So this is just in addition to um, the existing business model. So really why we decided to do it is kind of a simple answer as far as I'm concerned. It just boils down to we are extremely proud. We have a unique story in the marketplace and within other poultry um, manufacturers. And we're committed to our systems, our food systems. So we wanted everyone to have the opportunity to experience, or a broader reach, to experience um, the quality-driven products that we make that encourage healthier lifestyles and it provides um, consistent visibility as well as provides products that come from farms that are self-sustained. So that's kind of a big key word for us is that even our farms are self-sustained. But, so yeah, we just wanted to really share our uniqueness with a broader market, okay. as well as obviously, it brings in another channel of revenue, all of those things that help life go, you know, sustain itself, but that was our primary focus.
0: For its first consumer brand, there were a lot of different products coming out across a lot of different categories. And I wondered about the strategy behind the decision to develop such a varied product portfolio right out of the gate.
1: The, the need is large. So the opportunity is large, specifically for Turkey. It's been like almost essentially an untapped market. There are manufacturers out there today that do a nice job of fulfilling some of those needs dates, but there are many needs states that are not touched so, we saw that as a brand opportunity to um, provide products that we are capable of making with our current core capabilities, as well as that are able to meet those um, needs states. And it um, will also support the customer in the long run as far as brand awareness and give the persons um, that are making the purchase decisions reasons to purchase. So, we're really like a total protein solution. Our households, and that's what one of our strategies is, is to um, give you something for each day part, give you a reason to eat turkey outside of just Thanksgiving.
0: Robertson said marketing support for the brand will include social media and print platforms in addition to taste trials.
1: Uh, So we just continue continue, um, our investment to build that brand awareness, the loyal followers, to support our customers. We will have a large digital presence. We'll be doing campaigning, targeting campaigning, um, targeting marketing, social presence um, through influencers, bloggers, bloggers, community outreach. We're also going to go ahead and customize our in-store support for our customers. It's not a blanket. You know, it's not one size fits all. So our POS, our sampling, our couponing couponing for trial and repeat. will be customized to what their demographic um, works you know, well with or what works best for that particular customer or region. Um, we're going to have community and trade presence and um, communication. And most importantly, we're going to stay on top of trends. So we're going to continue driving uh, products that are derivatives from insights from our consumers. You do that and you lose your, your life livelihood and your shop life, you expire so we need to stay on top of trends. All of those things are going to um, support the brand, support our products, support our customers, and fulfill consumer needs.
0: Dakota 44 will have plenty of company on store shelves, particularly in the meat snack category, where a low barrier to entry has allowed numerous players into the space. But Robertson said Dakota 44 and the story behind it will set the brand apart from competitors.
1: We are very different from our competitors today. Um, Again, kind of this little mention of knowing what's out there, having worked with other companies, and and knowing that particular industry or segment of the market very well. I can honestly say that there are not, Apple to Apples competitors with the attributes that we have to offer. So here's a couple of them. Our company is vertically integrated, which some are, some are not. But that's going to give the total, it allows us for the sustained transparency and operational efficiency so we can pass on those cost savings to our customers. Transparency does exist with some brands today with some of their products within the portfolio not all the products, we've got, since we're vertically integrated, the control over our products, where they're made, who makes them, and being able to have that traceability back to those farms. Um, So the other thing is just the accumulation of our um, attributes, how they stack up. Again, there's other great products out there that have many of the attributes that we have within our product portfolio, but to have them all in one product. So you're going to buy our product. You're going to be able to track back to that farm where it came from, learn about that farm, their side gigs, their families. You're also going to know where or what the turkeys ate that morning for breakfast or lunch. Um, Because our, here's our unique piece, our farms actually grow their own feed. So essentially by finding that farm of where that turkey came from, that's also where their feed came from. That can't happen in the industry today. Often that's outsourced outside of the country, outside of your region, and you start to lose that visibility uh, and start to get convoluted a bit. Um, so, that is astronomical, in my opinion, being in this industry for the time being, um, that does that, that not exist. As well as also meeting the other namespaces the requirements or demands of food consumers today. They want things that are raised with no antibiotics ever. They want to know that their birds or their products were treated well throughout the process. So within the living quarters itself, they've got more room. Um, we try to limit hand touching or human interaction with live birds at all times so that it's more of their natural behavior environment. And that transfers through the transportation to our live site. So we just are very genuine about um, our promise of humanely raising and um, just providing a good um, lifestyle really for our
0: products. With so much on the line and so many products ready for retail, I had to ask, what are the risks and rewards for a company that is launching its first consumer brand?
1: So, you know, I loved that question, <laughs> and I didn't want to uh, answer it too hastily, and I had some internal conversations about it. And we really came to uh, a meeting of the mind that, and this is kind of really the culture of Dakota 44 or Dakota Provision. Uh, we're choosing not to consider this launch your consumer-facing brand as a risk. Of course, you know the financial guys do a little bit of risk assessment and whatnot. These are all current capabilities that we have, so there wasn't, um, we're not sure about major financial losses or whatnot. We believe in our brand. We have firm, confirmed years of data showing that these are the types of items that consumers are wanting and needing today that have been unmet for years. So, we are choosing to consider this an opportunity which we consider a reward. Our methodology is, with opportunities, obviously there are times that you're going to learn and you're going to make improvements within your process, but that's a win. That's a sell it forward. It's not um, necessarily a risk. We anticipate making changes. So we understand being fluid, accepting the need to adapt due to outside influences or market trends, um, and, and that's Wonderful, and this is what makes our company so unique and great. If you go back to our original story of Dakota 44, of 500, I'm sorry, Dakota Provisions, of 500 plus years of the farmers that we utilize, which, by the way, are our owners um, of Dakota Provisions, which makes that that vertical process for company. They've been doing this for years. They've got a sustainable uh, processed way of farming and have been successful, now things change, right? So the adaptability, it's, it's in, they're still alive, they're still well, their legacy like, is still uh, living on and will continue. So it was a fantastic question, and we just, again, find it as an opportunity, and with opportunity comes change and we accept that, we embrace it and look forward to it and expect it
0: that's the show for this week. For more stories from the meat and poultry industry, head to our website, meatpoultry.com. And be sure to stay social with us by searching at Meat Poultry on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Erica Schaefer. Thanks for listening.